Hello, this is Izzy. I'm in my room and I'm going to be rating Harry Styles songs. Wait, hold on. If I. Oh! Yes, okay, so I can sit here and do what I want to on my phone while I do this. So I'm going to live react to Riverdale episodes. Oh my gosh. Isn't this a genius idea? Now, with Riverdale, the flash forward episode just came out. Seven years in the future right now, man. So I'm going to watch review the episode and i'm just gonna record myself listening to it and i think that's pretty awesome i don't know if my phone can handle that much data but we'll try it we'll try it stick with me guys this is gonna be a good app <laughs> my fans that don't even exist yet oh my gosh i'm so lame guys ugh Alright, so, I'm back (laughs) from watching Riverdale, and I took notes while watching it, because here's what happens, I only have a phone, that is my, like, level of technology that I'm dealing with to record these, so I couldn't have audio and my recording going at the same time it just didn't work so I watched it and this is all of my thoughts (laughs) all of my thoughts on that episode and also what it entails these are my live reactions and notes it opens so it opens on a motivational speech that Archie is saying in like a locker room for the football team and a military man is there and the military man says they're on a mission to retrieve a quote-unquote fallen soldier or fallen brother or something then it transitions to a football field battleground where Archie sees Cheryl in her cheerleading uniform, and she's, like, nodding, and she's just weird-looking there. And explosions are everywhere during this, and Jughead is a soldier, too. Or at least I thought it was Jughead, I don't know. Um, and then Hiram Lodge just shows up in the football battleground with a gun. And I thought this was all real while it was happening. Because Riverdale is so insane. But it was all a dream. Obviously. When he woke up, though, we find out he's a sergeant. And this man's sitting across from him after he wakes up. And he said that he should be going home. It's been seven years since he graduated and enlisted and he wants the guy who wants Archie to do an RROTC program at Riverdale so he sends him 
He's reading to a guy with no legs now. One of his soldiers, soldier pals, soldier buddies, is injured. And it was, he exploded his legs off. So he is laying there. And Archie saved his life, but blew his legs up in the process. And he apologized and said... Um, he was sorry, and he was like, oh, you saved my life, and it was a whole thing. He then, the, the no-leg guy, (laughs) salutes to Archie, and they shake hands. So then Archie's going to Riverdale, and Archie calls up all the friends. Yo, what? Archie calls up calls everyone up so this is how this is what happens with archie we have my sister here as my guest she's listening special guest guest. um basically archie went to riverdale and this and tony performed at bon nui which is not bon nui anymore it is white worm Spelled with Y's. Um, she's dancing. She's pregnant. Like Y T, the abbreviation for white now. No, W H Y T E. Wyatt. Abby, I'm doing a podcast right now. Um, white worm. Tony's dancing. She's pregnant. It's really gross costume. Like, the fit that she's in is so bad. Um, and it's, like, serpent turf, and they bought it from Hiram Lodge. And she sang a song. She was dancing and singing, and it was way too long of a song. Um, flipping to the next page. I thought... And then, so she's talking to Archie, and he's like, I didn't see Pop Tate. And she went quiet, and he goes, what happened to Pop Tate? And then it was, like, Riverdale, the sign. Like, the logo. And obviously, I'm gonna assume Pop Tate died or something. But he was just retiring. He was just retiring. So Archie calls up all of the friends for his retirement party. Like, what? It's been seven years, and you haven't talked to them. And so you just think they're gonna... No, Pop Tate reti- is retiring. Oh, yo, Pop. Yes. Okay, so now... <laughs> Ugh. Abby's so annoying today. With my- I'm trying to record this. Sorry. Betty is at Quantico. She works for the FBI. QI roll. She's trying to solve... A serial killer case. Um, she has a new boyfriend who is hideous. All of the Veronica's husband and Betty's boyfriend are both so ugly. They look like disgusting and they're clean shaven. And some men, I think, are just so disgusting looking clean shaven. I actually think clean shaven is really gross. I hate clean shaven men. Unless they have really defined, like, cheekbones and jawline. Okay. Then it's okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Destroy. 
I just got a text from my uncle. It says, my groin! <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> he is so weird. Okay. Um, where am I? In my notes. Oh, yeah, the ugly boyfriend. And he was like, you want to go get coffee and go back to my place or go drink at my place or something? So, basically, let's have some sex is what he was saying. And instead, she's she's like, oh, I have, I'm hanging out with some friends. She doesn't even have friends, but, like, Betty. So she goes home and then investigates because that's what she does. And so her cat is making noises, right? When she's home investigating and she's like curious and then she opens a door and the cat is like eating the trash bag killer who... His victim's arms. So the trash bag killer... Oh, I forgot to introduce this character. Is who Betty let get away. And he had a chainsaw, and he'd cut up victims and, like, put their limbs in trash bags and wrap them in trash bags. Yeah, and she was held captive by him. Yo. Yeah. Is this the guy that she's trying to find? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, um, the trash bag killer, right? So she she is a therapist, because, duh, PTSD, blah, so much she's been through. Yeah. Um, and she's talking to her, her about the trash bag killer. And they refer to the trash bag killer, I keep saying his name, as TBK. They literally just say TBK back and forth when they're say, talking about it. It is so funny (laughs) like how are you just gonna use tbk as an abbreviation for a serial killer how is anyone gonna take that seriously at all it'll turn into a joke no one should deal with that okay (laughs) um so during that therapy whatever archie calls her so yeah, that's what's happening. Uh, Chat. Yeah, for Pop's retirement party. Remember? Yeah. Um. So then we cut to Veronica's life. Her husband's name is Chadwick, or Chaswick. Chad. It's Chadwick. No, he's white. He's so white. Ugh. <laughs> He's disgusting. He works on Wall Street. And she wants to be the she-wolf of Wall Street, is what she says. The she-wolf. And this, she works at a jeweler's. She literally works at a jeweler's. Yeah. And she she's not even part of Wall Street at all. Okay, lame. I know. So, I hate Veronica, is what I'm trying to say. Like, ugh, you just piss me off so much. She's such a rich bitch. Yup, exactly. She's never been less fortunate ever, and she never even learned a lesson, I think, about her being so privileged, and Riverdale claims to be, like, woke teen. Like, keep Veronica in check. Why is she even the character she is? 
I hate the CW. Oh my gosh. Even, like, I used to like The Flash. The Flash sucks. What was I thinking? You know? Like, what even is The Flash? I Ooh, I have heard the 100 is good, and there are gays. Yes. So, so I'm, yeah, so I'm like, ooh, la, la, because Clark and what's-her-face, but one of them dies, I know that. I'm sorry. It's common knowledge, come on. You were not gonna, you were not gonna avoid that spoiler anyways. Okay, anyways, back to Riverdale. I hope you guys have paid enough attention that you know what I'm talking about so far. So, her and Chadwick are together, and there was an accident. They don't know, we don't know what it is yet. They just keep referring to it as the accident in conversation. So, like, she was supposed to get a job at, like, this tame place. Like, this, like average store but she goes to something more like i don't know flashy i don't know risky i don't like kind of half illegal it feels like so the she wolf of wall street but not wall street ugh then it's revealed that the helicopter they were in fell on their way to martha's vineyard so, basically, the accident is that they fell in their helicopter. Like, <sighs> take that out of here. I eat the rich. Eat the rich, man. That's their fault for having a private plane. I wish they died. They are the worst characters i've ever seen in my life i hate them okay Ooh, here's and so that was like it ended with her being called by archie too because they're all getting called they're all getting called by archie next we flash to jughead writer jughead writer jughead he is he has a random girlfriend I don't even remember her name. It's so forgettable. It was such, like, a random, like, who are you? Random girl. And so he has writer's block, and he's evicted, and the girlfriend leaves him, and it's like, ugh. Annoying. (laughs) He's going through so much, you know? He's such a victim right now. Jughead is more emo than he has ever been. Um, he meets an NYU student at a bar. And the NYU girl is like, I'm a big fan. Your book is sexy. And then they have a one night stand. Um, <laughs> I was following Ugh, so she slept with him, and then in the morning she wears his old shirt that he used to wear during high school that has the signature S. <laughs> the signature. Yes. And he, <laughs> no, I have to take that out. You're not allowed to say that, or I'll do like. A, yeah. 
I'll bleep it over. I'll bleep it over. Um, so, yeah, that ugly shirt. And he was like, where'd you get that? And she was like, it was in your dresser. I hope you don't mind. And he's like, it's fine. There's coffee brewing or something. And then she's like, well, I came here with ulterior motives. I slept with you so you could read my book. (laughs) She was like, I actually am a fan. That part is true. So, I bet you she didn't even enjoy this. <laughs> she was literally just using it to get her book to him. And he was like, oh, that's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. And then and then you hear, you hear, bang, bang, bangs on the door. And, and he's like, okay, okay, I'll read your book. I'll read your book. But you have to help me out. Answer the door and tell them that I'm not there. And that you're, like, apartment sitting. So she opens the door and she's like... I'm apartment sitting, he's not here, and the guys that are there, there are two guys, and they look like mafia, not even mafia, but like mobs, not mobster, just like tough Italian, but not Italian, just really tough guy with leather, yeah, gang, they look like (laughs) gang members, um, yeah, they look kind of like Southside Serpents, but I think it could have been the debt collectors, I don't know. Because they came earlier. I don't know. But it was someone sketchy, and we don't know who it is yet, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So, that was hilarious, I think. Then we get, then we go back to Riverdale. Woo! Yeah! Because he gets called. He gets called after they leave. So, we go to Riverdale, and we find out that, like, Choni broke up. <laughs> And it's like drama. Choni. Well, and and Tony's pregnant. How? Who got Tony pregnant? No one even knows. It's so annoying of it. Tony, not Choni. Choni is the relationship (laughs) name, idiot. Okay. Cheryl. So Tony went to Cheryl's house. the, The whatever it's called. Thorn something. Thornhill. She goes there, and Cheryl is so formal, like always. And her fits are kind of fire, but also sometimes terrible. I liked her one red dress. It was like a lacy red dress. But she was wearing a single glove. And it was like, it wasn't even like an arrow glove. But even if it was, she wasn't like dealing with arrows. She was painting. And so she paints a portrait... And Nana Rose is still alive, by the way. I was like, what? (laughs) How is this bitch still breathing in 2021? Because they say it's 2021 a bunch of times in in this episode. And I'm like, okay, it's 2021. How is this bitch not died? She should have gotten coronavirus. That should have been part of this season's plot. I hope it is. Nana Rose gets coronavirus. I just want it to be a thing. Do they have masks in it? No, they don't have masks. Because how can you be sexy when you, like, put on masks? You know, it's a teen drama, and COVID would be, like, the bad aspect of drama. Superstore did. They did? Yeah. A lot of them do, yeah. It depends. Shameless did. Shameless. Okay. Yeah. Um. 
So they're kind of isolated at Thornhill because, and I think they broke up because Cheryl thinks she's cursed or something. I don't know, but she paints a really bad, or like not necessarily bad, technically just weird portrait of Tony with a snake because serpents and she's like a serpent queen i thought betty was the serpent queen but whatever they literally just kicked kevin out they were like we're just gonna replace gay with black and lesbian and add a person to the group and i think we'll be good like i just hate that they got rid of kevin like i liked kevin Mm -hmm. i thought he was a very timid gay stereotype (laughs) you know Like, he wasn't that bad of a gay stereotype. He wasn't, like, humiliating to the community at all. Yeah. But also, like, classic that straight people would think is funny. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he was very neutral, and I I didn't want Tony. Tony's kind of a bad actress. They all are, but, like, you know, what are you gonna do? And so then she is with, like, Tony leaves. Cheryl is looking at this, this, she made a duplicate. It's an exact copy of, like, some other painting. And so her grandma, Nana Rose, is like, do you think you could, this is such, this is an exact copy. And do you think that you can do the same for, like, big artists and, like, big pieces? So that they can, like, do that scheme? So that's definitely foreshadowing. And Cheryl was crying, and I was like, oh, poor Cheryl. (laughs) So, yeah. The boxing ring is where we go next in the show. It's just in the boxing ring in the town. Because it's, like, empty and, like, everything. And Tony meets Archie there. And she gives him, like, a tour of Riverdale. And is like, yo, this place straight up sucks. We live... Basically, the whole town is just... Abandoned and poor and criminal. People are all over. The ghoulies took over Archie's old house. And the reason it's poor, we also find out, is because people left. Because Riverdale, you know, and the people that are left in the town are basically getting shrunk into nothing and, like, being slowly killed off and, like, pushed away because Hiram Lodge is building a, a Silicon Valley, Silicon Valley, ooh, for for rich people, near like where Riverdale was. Dang. Yeah, so I mean, so many things going on with Hiram Lodge, seriously. And that's this is when I found out that Pops wasn't even dead because I didn't know that they were called for a retirement party. Until now. I thought he was calling them because Pops was dead. I literally thought Pops was dead. And then they just casually said that it was for his retirement party. was the reason that he called them. It's it's just 
so many plot holes. I don't have the time to, like, even... I don't even know, think. So then... And this is when they're all at their table, it pops. And there's a waitress there working. And my first impression of this waitress, I was like, I like this waitress a lot better than I liked Veronica as a waitress. Like, I just like her. Why can't she replace Veronica? All my thoughts just attack Veronica. Anyway, so she's wiping countertops, and then a girl comes up, and she's, like, picking up food, and her name is Squeaky. The waitress calls her Squeaky. She's like, are you sure Sure, I can't convince you to stay? And she's like, I'm done with Riverdale. And then the waitress looks at Squeaky like she's in love with her, and then Pops looks at the waitress like, oh, that's sad. And then Jughead's voiceover you know, cue Jughead's voiceover at the end of the episode, says, Lynette Fields, or Squeaky, was leaving Riverdale, or something. She wanted to make it to California. She came there for, like, she came to Riverdale for a big start over. Like, she wanted to start over. But it never really happened, so she tried going to California, but she didn't. She wouldn't even make it. And then it shows her getting on hitchhiking and getting onto this huge truck with like a skeleton on the f- on the front of it. <laughs> and it was just like oh. she just died. It, it's assumed that she's dead. Yeah, she kidnapped and killed. Okay. <laughs> Except, would that be kidnapping? Because. She got in the car. No, it would, though, because, like, if she said, let me go, and you don't let them go, kidnapping. It was voluntarily at first, and then one. Anyways, so that is basically all of that episode. I don't think I'm going to watch Riverdale ever again, guys, because that took a toll. That took a physical toll on me. It's going to take a while for me to recover from that amount of pure cringe. Cringe. <laughs> no, that was so bad. I'm going to literally edit half of this thing out. Cringe. That was cringe. <laughs> Talk about cringe. Yeah, that was cringe. That was so okay, we're... <laughs> I... What are flags? Let me try out a flag real quick. Flag added. Oh, genius! I know our light keeps flickering. It's so annoying. Yeah, I just wish it'd stay room. one. Our room is so bad. Anyways, that's all we got for tonight, guys. And and guys, my audience, my audience, guys. This is 25 minutes. Who is going to want to listen to this? Us later. But, no, I want I want my private story to be, like, involved in my podcast. Listen. What? Yo, Triple G to the Snoop Dogg. Anyways, okay, time to go goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Also, comment in, in my post on Snap that I'm going to post. Comment on what my podcast name should be and also 
What are some of your podcast ideas for episodes? Yeah, see y'all on the flippity lot later, dog. Bye, guys. Peace.